Allahumma <laughs> اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد أنا محمد أنا محمد أنا محمد أنا محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد ومحمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا مولانا محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على ما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على سيدنا مولانا محمد وآل سيدنا مولانا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم على إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وآل سيدنا مولانا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا مولانا محمد وآل سيدنا مولانا محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وآل سيدنا مولانا محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على سيدنا مولانا محمد مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وزواجه وذريته كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وزواجه وذريته كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد النبي وزواجه أمهات المؤمنين وذريته وأهل بيته كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وترحم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا ومولانا محمد كما ترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم 
اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم ترحم على ترحم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا وسيدنا ومولانا محمد كما ترحمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد مجيد اللهم تحنن على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما تحننت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما سلمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وكما محمد وكما صليت على ابراهيم ورحم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد 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 وعلى سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت وباركت وترحمت وترحمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم 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 في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك اللهم بارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا سيدنا ومولانا سيدنا ومولانا سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبدك ورسولك ورسولك كما صليت على ابراهيم وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على ال ابراهيم اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد النبي الامي وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد النبي الامي كما باركت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الامي وعلى ال سيدنا مولانا محمد اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد صلاه تكون لك رضا وله جزاء ولحقه اداء واعطه الوسيله والفضيله والمقام المحمود الذي وعدته واجزه عنا ما هو اهله واجزه افضل ما جازيت نبيا عن قومه ورسولا عن امته وصل على جميع اخوانه من النبيين والصالحين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم 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 صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد النبي الامي وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما صليت على صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا مولانا مولانا محمد النبي الامي وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على صل على سيدنا سيدنا ومولانا محمد واهل بيته كما صليت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل علينا معهم اللهم بارك على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى اهل بيته كما باركت على ابراهيم انك حميد اللهم بارك علينا معهم صلوات الله وصلوات المؤمنين على سيدنا ومولانا محمد النبي الامي 
اللهم اجعل صلواتك اجعل صلواتك ورحمتك وبركاتك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما جعلتها على ال ابراهيم انك حميد انك حميد مجيد وبارك على سيدنا سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وصلى الله على النبي الامي التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا 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 محمد عبده ورسوله التحيات طيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين 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 اشهد ان لا اله الا الله الله واشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله التحيات لله الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله التحيات مباركات الصلوات الطيبات لله سلام عليك سلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته سلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله رسوله رسوله اسال الله الجنه واعوذ بالله من النار نسال الله الجنه ونعوذ بالله من النار التحيات لله الزاكيات لله الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك ايها النبي رحمة الله وبركاته السلام عليك السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين الله الصالحين اشهد ان لا اله الا الله الله واشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله خير الاسماء تحيات طيبات الصلوات لله اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك شريك له واشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله محمد عبده ورسوله محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وان سعاد اجت لا ريب فيها السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اللهم اغفر لي واهدني اللهم اغفر لنا واهدنا التحيات الطيبات والصلوات الملك لله السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته بسم الله التحيات لله الصلوات لله الزاكيات لله السلام على النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين شهدت ان لا اله الا الله شهدت ان سيدنا ومولانا ومولانا محمد رسول الله التحيات الطيبات والصلوات الزاكيات لله اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له وان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اسال السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الطيبات والصلوات الزاكيات لله اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبد الله ورسوله السلام عليك ايها النبي ورحمه الله وبركاته وبركاته السلام 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 علينا وعلى عباد 
Every year in this little time that we have after Taraweeh Salah, we generally dedicate this time to the reading from this book, Remembrance of Death. And this is an extremely important amal, the amal of remembering death. The same things are read every year, the same reminders are given to us, same reminders that we are to take. The reason for this remembrance of death being so important is this is something emphasized by Rasulullah himself. In one hadith, Nabi has expressed the importance of this by 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 first giving one example that in the that these hearts get rusted the whole essence of insan it all revolves around the heart what is the condition of his heart that will be the condition of him in the Hadith Sharif, this too has been explained that the heart, if the heart is in order, the rest of the body will be in order. If the heart is corrupted, the rest of the body corrupted, the rest of the body will be corrupted. So the whole effort is to be, to be, to be directed towards the heart. Now the heart itself, Nabi Salaam is saying to us, saying, to us, saying, to us, that the heart also gets rusted. Like iron gets rusted if it comes into contact with water, with moisture, moisture, moisture. The example that is being given is of iron that becomes rusted. When iron becomes rusted, two things happen. One is that that iron that iron becomes iron becomes unsightly. First, it was shining bright, something that was attractive, maybe also. But when it gets rusty, then a person feels very 
uh, uncomfortable even looking at it. It becomes unsightly. It's all rust all over the place. And the other thing that happens once it becomes rusty is that it gets very weak. When there was no rust on it, then it was extremely difficult to even bend it in any way. But after the rust has settled in and the rust has gone into the depths of that iron, then forget bending it, just the slightest effort breaks it too. Because it's become so weak because of the rust. So this is the message that is being given to us about our hearts, spiritual hearts. That when it becomes rusted, what is the rust of the heart? The rust of iron, we know. But the rust of the heart, this is the effect of sins. The effect of all the vices, the wrongs. Every wrong, wor- wrong word the person spoke that causes an impact effect on the heart. The Hadith Nabi Islam says that when a person commits some sin, then a dark spot settles on his heart. If he repents sincerely, then it gets cleaned out. But if he doesn't repent, then a second spot comes, then a third, then a third, then a third spot, then a fourth one, then a fifth one. In time, the entire heart gets engulfed in darkness. Now this is the rust of the heart. So this rust of the heart settles with all these things. Every wrong glance the person casts, it causes a great amount of rust settling into that heart. Every deliberate evil thought that he entertains, one is a passing thought that just came and went, he didn't pay any attention to it, he ignored it, it won't harm him. But he gave, he gave, he gave space to that evil thought deliberately in his, in his, in his heart. He is fantasizing haram. This is causing tremendous rust to settle into that heart. Now with all this rust that is settling into that heart, due to the wrong that a person speaks about, due to the ghibat that he was listening to, due to the wrong use of his eyes, due to the deliberate evils in his heart that he is entertaining, and all the other wrongs and vices, all these things are impacting on the heart and causing this heart and causing this heart and causing this heart to become tremendously rusted. Now when that heart is rusted, number one, it becomes very, very unsightly in the court of Allah Ta'ala. All our effort is to make our external selves very adorned and beautified. Whereas the most important thing, while the external self must be clean, neat, but the main thing to adorn is the heart. The heart becomes adorned in the court of Allah, in the court of Allah, in the court of Allah. Ta'ala. Because in the cover, what is inside will come out. If there's adornment in the heart, then that will adorn, will adorn, will adorn the cover of a person. If there's adornment in the heart, on the day of Qiyamah, the person will be adorned. Sin will be adorned. Sin will be adorned. If there's adornment in the heart, then that will take a person to the higher stages of Jannah. All the external adornments, when the person's eyes close, all that is left behind. He goes, left behind. He goes with his kafan. Can, can be anybody. Can be the king, but he'll go with, king, but he'll go with his kafan. Kafan. Nothing else. Nothing else. 
So the real thing to adorn is the heart. But now because of whatever has been impacting on the heart, the heart gets so rusted, number one, it becomes unsightly. And the second thing is, it becomes easy, it becomes extremely easy, it becomes extremely weak. When it becomes very weak, shaitan can bend it anyway. Nafs, with the slightest temptation, nafs just turns that heart upside down. Person, mashallah, is engaging in amal as well. He came to the masjid, he performed his salah also. But because the heart got so rusted over time, over time, that time, that heart, the rust hasn't been cleansed. The amala continue, amala continue, amala continue, amala continuing. But he, but he, but he walked out of the masjid because that heart is so weak, because it's so rusted. He just barely stepped out of the masjid. And Shaitan already turned the heart upside down. He is now walking straight towards the dens of vice. He just barely stepped out of the masjid and is already looking at haram. He just finished off, finished off his hajj. Probably tried, tried, his heart, tried his heart out at Arafat. He probably didn't even get the days of hajj haven't passed yet. But because the effort, because the effort, because the effort wasn't made to cleanse that rust out of that heart, Allah forbid, he's still in Mina and already committing haram. So these are unfortunate and tragic, fortunate and tragic realities. The reason that this continues unfortunately is because the root of the issue hasn't been identified. Generally that doesn't happen. It's not diagnosed. We just take it for granted. And then if we have some idea of what the root of the problem is, we don't make an effort to address the problem itself. So this is what Nabi Islam is giving us in this Hadith Sharif, that these hearts also get rusted. So when the Sahaba Ikram heard about this, they were unlike us, that we'll just hear something and take it for granted. They understood the reality of the hearts, the hearts. And they understood that the importance of keeping that, keeping that heart clean, keeping that heart adorned. And when this became known to them that the hearts also get rusted, their immediate response was, Ma jila uha ya Rasulullah. That these hearts get rusted, then what could we do to clean that rust out? What could we do to clean that rust out? What could we do to clean that rust out? Because we want to keep our hearts cleaned all the time. We can't afford to have this rust on our hearts. And being in Psalm, sometimes without a person even realizing it, it, he slipped up somewhere, before up somewhere, before he knew it, he uttered some wrong words, he overheard some ghibat, he misused his glance in one moment, and then he realizes that this was wrong what I did, so he has erred, he makes toba, alhamdulillah that toba will have the sin forgiven. He made sincere toba, resolved not to do it again. The sin got forgiven, but the rust got left still on the heart. The person, person, for example, he bumped into something, bumped into somebody's car or whatever. So his car got damaged also, the other person's car got damaged, whatever. Another person comes out and he sees it, he says, okay, no worry about it. He forgave it. So he forgave it fine, so there's no damages that he has to pay for. But the dent is still there, the dent is still on his car too. He still has to repair that. So it doesn't mean that the forgiveness, the forgiveness, the forgiveness is now done, then everything got sorted out. There's still some repairing to do. The Sahaba Ikram immediately asked Umar, Jila Uha Ya Rasulullah, what is going to polish this heart? What is going to cleanse this heart of all this rust? 
So Rasulullah mentioned two things. One was the excessive recitation of Quran Sharif. Excessive recitation of Quran Sharif. Unfortunately and tragically, sometimes the whole year has gone past. Forget excessive recitation. Excessive recitation. There hasn't even been minimal recitation. Whereas one is the sawab and reward, which inshallah we will get by reciting Quran Sharif. But this is also extremely necessary for the polishing of our hearts. Excessive recitation of Quran Sharif. Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullahi says that it is the right of the Quran Sharif on every person. That apart from the month of Ramadan, that is in itself. That is a time when the tilawat of the Quran Sharif must be maximized. But apart from the month of, the, of Ramadan, in the rest of the 11 months of the year, it is the right of the Quran Sharif that a, parif, that a, parif, that a person makes at least two khatams. At least two recitations of the entire Quran Sharif, that's the right of the Quran Sharif. So one is excessive recitation of Quran Sharif. And the second thing that Rasulullah mentioned was zikru hazimil laddad. The remembrance of that which will sever all pleasures. One way of expressing this could have been simply and remembering death. That is what is being meant. But Nabi Islam expressed it in a different way. And that is meant to shake our hearts. That sometimes we hear the word death so much that that too just becomes just one word. Nabi Islam says, Zikru hazimil laddat. Because this insan is very desirous of all pleasures and leisures and entertainment and all kinds of things that will keep him uh, in high spirits. Nabi Islam says, remember that which is coming which is going to cut everything. It's going to cut across all these leisures and pleasures. It won't leave anything. person loves sitting and talking with friends. He'll be there, he'll be there, he'll be there, but he can't speak one word. His body is lying dead there. He loves looking at many things, but he can't see anything now. Life is gone. He loves listening to all kinds of various things that will soothe him, but he can't hear a word now. He loves doing many other things, but he can't lift a finger. And all the other things that gave him so much of enjoyment, so much of pleasure, everything gone. What is going to be the thing that's going to cut it? Death. Nabi Islam says, remember death, remember it correctly. This will polish the heart. This will remove the rust of the heart. So therefore this is, so therefore this is, so therefore this is such an emphasized thing in the Hadith Sharif that this is something to be done daily. Daily dedicated time for a person to surround and think about his own death. In a dedicated manner, imagining his own death. Imagining my time has come, I'm about to leave this dunya, sitting and thinking about it. I'm about to leave this dunya and the life is ebbing out. These are my last moments of life. When the last moments of life are there, the person is conscious. But among the first things that gets locked is his tongue, his tongue, his tongue. Can't speak a word. Besides, sometimes, besides, sometimes not being able to move, whatever else, but his tongue becomes locked also. Now he wants to say many things, but he can't say anything. Perhaps there might be things that I might wish I have done, I had done before. What would that be? Now I, if supposing this is my last moment and I'll be sitting and wishing I had done this and that and the other. So now this is what is meant to be brought to our hearts and minds that I still have some chance. I don't know how much. 
but life is still here. So now I mustn't wait for that last moment. If I would be wishing that I didn't have any qazas left, for example. So now let me wake up and start making my qazas. Let me set a time every day to complete whatever is left out. If I was wishing that I had fulfilled rights of people, so let me wake up and do that now. Or make the arrangements, or at least gain the forgiveness. Or make some kind of, or make some kind of, or make some kind of situa- arrangement that when you are, I'll sort it out. I would wish that I had asked people for forgiveness for having hurt them, said things to them, whatever. Let me rather do it today. Because tomorrow might be too late. So to sit and think in a dedicated manner, this is my last moment, now suddenly my life has left. I'm a lifeless body in the hands of people. My ghusl is being given. What becomes the condition of a person at that time? I'm lying there in my coffin. I've been carried on the shoulders of people. My janaza salah is being take, taking place. Imagine ourselves. Unfortunately, we attend the janaza salah so often, but we don't imagine ourselves lying in front there. Whereas that is what's supposed to be the reminder of our own death. Now to imagine I'm being lowered in my own grave. I'm now lying alone in that grave. It's getting darker. I can hear the sand falling onto those planks. Everybody is now going to leave. Nobody's going to be around. It's going to be me, my iman and amal. Have I, pre- have I prepared for that time? What is the condition of my iman? How much amal I have? What kind of amal I have? The good amal will become beneficial to me. Allah forbid if I'm going to enter that qabr with all kinds of vices and evil. What is going to become my condition in the qabr? To surround and imagine that and meditate over this. This the Sallallahu says, this is what will polish this heart and will remove this rust of the heart. It doesn't mean that a person will meditate over death and then do what he wants. Inshallah, this regular meditation of death will then move a person in the right direction. Make him be conscious of his salah, be staying away from haram and sins, keeping in that which Allah Ta'ala is happy with. This is the object and the purpose that we have to be constantly reminding ourselves of death. Inshallah daily in this time slot, in this time slot, in this time slot, you will be reading from this book, Remembrance of Death, as a Sheikh Muhammad Zakaria, Rahmatullah various uh, hadith are here regarding the conditions that come at the time of death, etc. All this is meant to make us conscious of, conscious of our own death. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, give us the tawfiq, 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 wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.